You're listening to a Monster Kid Podcast. <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic. Hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century. Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Welcome to Cinemarketing. The trailers may have lied to you, but we won't. I'm Mike. I'm Lewis. And we're back again, and hopefully in better audio quality than we have been lately. Uh, yeah, we God finally, willing. finally got that figured out, though, so don't worry. It's not going to be like, you know, a tin can on one end. Um, but anyway, yeah, so big news we got to start off with. The writer's strike is officially, at this point, uh, they've reached negotiations. Is that what Yeah, yeah, no, it, it seems that the writers actually kind of got everything that they wanted. So, I mean, fantastic. Uh, they Everyone seemed really quick to get the writers back to work, which is yeah. not ultra surprising. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, way to fucking go. Yeah. It's you also can... one of the reasons why this episode specifically is going to be so short, because... There's no new movies coming out. Yeah. There's no news. So really, we're only going to just be talking about trailers and the movies that we saw. There's really nothing else that we have yet that was like big movie release news. No, yeah, that's about all that's been going down. So, um, yeah, let's kick it off with the trailers. Uh, the first trailer up is for David Fincher's The Killer. And I said to you, a movie called The Killer, directed by David Fincher, sounds like the most like written by AI movie that could have like happened it's yeah, like, it's it's like Murder Boy. Like it, yeah, it's, it's just he's very. A, he's a he's a he's a hitman who's like you know he's got a he's got a rule book and he has to follow all the rules and like. <laughs> it's like drive, but with no driving and yeah. shooting people instead. Instead of being a driver, he's a the killer. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I actually. That's the. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. The, I mean, I think that the movie, it looks like, you know, sleek and like, you know, well put together the way that a lot of David Fincher thrillers do. And I'm glad that we're getting another like murder movie from him after yeah. know, he did Mank. And I'm like, yeah, let's let's make get back to more of the David Fincher that's like, you know, sleek and exciting and like making fast paced thrillers. Like I'm I'm fine with having one of that, even if it does look a little generic. And it's also on Netflix. So you can tell I'm like, oh, this is just going to fit in with all the other Netflix <laughs> murder mystery like fodder sure yeah i mean look i i don't know it's been a while since i got like excited for a david fincher movie i feel like uh this isn't what was like gonna like pull me in but it looks fine it looks like a good time i think it premiered at a festival not too long ago and i think everyone's consensus was like yeah it was good yeah i think it's because yeah. it's probably just that it is very cut and dry a david fincher thriller sure and i'm like yeah nothing really unexpected about it yeah but um you know what looks what fucking does look insane fucking twisted and mysterious and and is a movie that uh when we i showed him the trailer for Saltburn and while as the trailer was going on, he was like, "What is this?" And then I was like, "Wait, you don't know?" And I was like, "Wait for the directed by credit to pop up." And it was taking a while. And then I was like, "All right, when are we getting to the director credit?" And then it's like slows up, like it goes like letter by letter. Yeah. And it's like Emerald Fennel, and I was like, "There." Is go. that how it's pronounced, Fennel? Emerald Fennel, Fennel. I always said Fennel. I oh. just assumed. I don't know, Fennel. Anyway. anyway. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know she had another movie coming out, so that's really exciting. It, it, it looks incredible. Like, it looks, it looks, I mean, just considering, like, what we watched before, it was just looked very generic and, like, pretty, like, standard. Like, this just looked, like, very fresh and Like, and it looked, like, classy and, like, mysterious. <laughs> and it, it kind of gives me, like, the feeling that I had, like, when I first saw the trailer last year for Bones and All. I was, like, it felt like that exact same, like, like type of feeling sure. in me where I was, like, this looks so, like, cool and sexy and thrilling and, like, I don't, and mysterious. Like, When what does is this come out? Um, I don't know. It's sometime oh, within, like, the next couple months, like, between, okay. like, October to November to December, somewhere in there. Good, good. The I, Oscar I need season. It yeah. I, I, I have to say, I was just thinking, like, you know, like, my my top 10 of the year, like, thus far is, like, not looking, like, very exciting. So I'm, I'm very encouraged by that, that at least... 
cool movies like yeah like, like cool this. movies can still come out yeah um, another the look, cool looking movie that uh i saw the trailer for in the theater uh for the first time of this past weekend and i hadn't heard about this movie it's called dream scenario it's uh, a 24 movie starring nicholas cage as a guy who apparently just goes into people's dreams and everybody recognizes him and, and loves him and he's like a charming grandpa but then, like, there's, there's like, something where it's, like, oh, there's, like, a, uh, like, a protest against him or something. I'm, like, oh, what is going on? It looks, it looks kind of wholesome and heartwarming and, like, oh, Nicolas Cage. I'm, like, oh, he's trying to get that, like, that likable Oscar performance. Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I liked the trailer. I'm more interested into where it seems like it, it gets, like, a little, like, twisty and, and kind of scary um they, they seem to kind of hint at a like a kind of turn in it so I'm, I'm interested for it in that respect but as far as like a like a dream walker a man named otto kind of thing like i don't really like <laughs> yeah you know the, now that you say it like that yeah because I, I was thinking of like oh it's like a charlie kaufman movie like it's like a eternal sunshine or like sure, an adaptation sure. or something like that but i think yeah if you say it in, the, in those pejoratives <laughs> does kind of now make it look a little more hokey like like stranger than fiction remember that yeah movie? yeah yeah which god i try to watch such a boring fucking movie yeah it is like you really you're watching someone like not being charlie kaufman but yeah. trying really hard to be <laughs> <laughs> oh, i've been him all right um you're a depressed writer i'm a depressed writer but i'm bad at it so it's it's kind of different um <laughs> <laughs> You know what's pretty cool though? Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. Uh, I we had to shield your dog's eyes during yeah. this the whole time. Godzilla is his natural enemy. Yeah. Um. I. I will say that this. This looks a lot more of like a expensive Toho Godzilla movie. Like it. Sure. We said it kind of looks like on the same level as like the Gareth Edwards movie, where it's like you know that level of like you know cgi modeling and stuff like that and it looks very good and i mean especially because considering like shin godzilla it looks great but like you know given what they're working with it's a lower budget it's mm. a little more practical but and you know godzilla looks a little rubbery but like this movie it's like oh yeah no full-on cgi godzilla and he doesn't it doesn't look cheap like it looks about like on the level of like you know it looks better than most visual effects in every movie that came out this past year but it it's just like that's just how dire the state of effects in hollywood are right now yeah i i i think the effects look good i will say that i i i prefer the effects of shin godzilla like that yeah there's a there's a, like a goofy movie, charm to it a yeah bit. yeah and, and this looks like very dour and, and 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 serious uh i'm i'm really looking forward to it i'm gonna watch it as soon as i can um i'm i'm all about godzilla these days but um you know i i i don't know i have like kind of like tempered expectations just because it does look so similar to the the gareth edwards it, I, I, at least it looks like a little more upfront about it being like a godzilla movie like uh, with sure. monsters like it looks like we're gonna see godzilla doing stuff and it's not gonna like you know be a boring... i don't know we didn't see a ton of them in the trailer <laughs> like <laughs> like you see them but like kind of as much as we saw them in those those yeah. gareth edwards trailers where you're just like Oh, there's his foot. There's the rest of him. He's roaring. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, yeah. And well, then, like, the rest is just, like, you know, Japanese people, like, running around yeah. and, like, if there is, If there is one... one has a gun. Yeah, if there is one detriment to looking at how, like, this movie is that, like, yeah, one of the, the major drawbacks to, like, almost every Godzilla movie is that, like, there's a very high percentage chance for it to just be really fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, yeah. It can either be fucking sick and awesome or just, like, one of the most boring movies you've ever seen in your yeah. life. Uh, uh, so we have another, another uh, like, a B-horror movie icon getting a, a more modern re, uh, reboot update. Yeah, we're, we're bringing it around. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Toxic Avenger got, a, like, a little teaser trailer. It just premiered at Fantastic Fest uh, a couple months ago. Uh, we get our, our first look at Peter Dinklage as Toxie, but, like... Uh, his silhouette. Yeah, because until I'd seen this, I I didn't know that it was like I thought it was gonna be like another trauma thing. Like I thought sure, it was gonna sure, be another yeah. like low budget, like at least on a modern day like low budget scale, and like and and also the most of the trailer starts with like oh news coverage events, and I was like oh are they doing this angle like as like a WNUF type of movie? Like if it's just yeah. news stories about the Toxic Avenger, because that would be really cool. But then it like cuts, and I'm like oh it looks very you know 
modern day glossy once sure. you get into the which is like a weird thing to associate with like you know toxic avenger yeah yeah I and mean, then i saw like the cast list so i'm like oh there's like actual like actors are in it but then again like you know like genre nerd actors like peter dinklage and elijah wood and like yeah it it, it definitely has like a uh hollywood aesthetic but like a what seems like a b-movie kind of approach as as, as far as the the story i i do know that like it's a, it's a very different story than what original toxic avenger was so i don't really know what to make of it people were really positive about it out of fantastic fest so i can't wait to watch it going to watch it uh just like godzilla gonna watch it as soon as i can because mm-hmm. i like me some toxic avenger <laughs> i actually like want to rewatch all the toxic avenger movies they're they're very let's fun for it. yeah let's do it down. Oh. let's get jack we'll do a fucking yeah. another marathon yeah oh god he'll what? never fucking yeah <laughs> feel like this jersey garbage get this the fuck out of here <laughs> all right and so we got two more trailers for uh uh more action movies and blockbusters uh the first one is called argyle it's the new matthew vaughn movie and when i saw the trailer uh, today I was in the theater and I saw the trailer for the first time and then I put it and then I had to put it on here cause I was like, it starts out and I'm like, this is the most like Matthew Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn looking movie. I'm like, oh, there's sexy spies and tuxedos and, and hot girls and they're dancing. And then there's action and guns. Someone has like a gun for a leg or a gun for an arm or something like that. And then, I'll, and then it like. And then it does, like, the fucking, like, Stranger Than Fiction thing, where it's like, oh, this is, like, a book written by somebody. It's like, yeah. oh, now it's going to be a real movie. But then it's like, oh, no, when it becomes a real movie, it's still a, a Matthew Vaughn goofy spy action movie with, like, goofy characters who do, like, perfectly choreographed action. And I'm just like, what what the fuck kind of movie is this? I'm <laughs> starting to feel, like, the same way about Matthew Vaughn that I do about Guy Ritchie, where it, it comes up and I'm like, I'm sure some will like it but it is not fucking for me yeah like, I, i'm just not gonna bother i loved kick-ass when i was like a teenager it was like one of my first like i'm 16 years old and i discovered an r-rated movie that has like action and blood and boobs and cursing and i'm like oh i gotta hide this from my family and it became you like, hid it from your family <laughs> you're a year older than me that's adorable <laughs> <laughs> But you, yeah. were, you were like you were like sixteen when that came out. Yeah, sixteen. It was still like taboo for me. To be I mean, I know you can't go to the theater to see it, but yeah. Jesus, I didn't think that there was like a fucking just Gestapo like yeah. regime going it's on. It's not over that the, I didn't. It's not the that they wouldn't let me. It's not hassle. that they wouldn't let me. It's just that like I didn't want them to like catch me with it. Like it was like porn. It's like porn, <laughs> yeah. even though it. I don't even think there's any nudity in it. Nah, I mean, no, but it's like, oh, that type of movie. It's it's a movie that has ass in the title. It's like, That's true. <laughs> it does have ass in the title. Yeah. I remember on the marquee, the movie theater, when that came out. It just out, said it kick. Just, it just said I kick, remember when kick I remember when Kick-Ass 2 came out, and there was a theater. On the ticket, it said kick 2. Kick 2. <laughs> <laughs> I will not print the ass word. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm, des- I'm so deeply afraid of watching Kick-Ass again because I'm like, oh, all of those, like, nostalgic <laughs> teen boy memories are going to be ruined if I watch it as an adult and I and then I like grow up and I hate it I'm also really worried it's not going to hold up I I really loved that movie in in high school so hopefully it hangs in there yeah this I have no hope for it's like I can't I can't like you know have a new Matthew like that's like your teenagers like baby's first action movie where it's like yeah or at least like you know your teen boy like 13 year olds like oh this is like a cool action movie for boys like yeah, I, I'm I'm too old in my life to get into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not for it. I don't know who it is for, but that's you it's know. for teen boys who haven't jerked off yet. Like, I, who... I guess really like Dua Lipa, which it's weird to just see her in movies. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I like it. Uh, you know what else I don't know if I like. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh, I don't have to debate. I know I don't like this. Yeah, I know I don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> this, this trailer fucking... I know you like the first movie. Yeah, yeah I like the first movie fine. This this looks... I, I think I said when we were watching the trailer, I was like, this looks insufferable. Yeah. Like, like... I was like, it, 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 it looks... It looks like Quantumania. I'm like, we're going to a big world with like a bad CG. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's exactly Quantumania. It's like the same thing where like the more you look at it, you're just like, eh. like, like, none of, like all of this just looks so artificial and fake. At least the first movie, like it looked like it was underwater. Yeah. Like this movie just looks like they're floating in front of a green screen, just like the Little Mermaid remake. It just, 
it blows man i i don't know i i'm i i can't wait for these like remnants like of the old regime of dc movies to just die and go away and yeah whatever james gunn i mean it's not gonna be worse it's not gonna be worse than this <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's like i i don't believe even if he doesn't like knock it out of the part i don't believe he's gonna like ruin it like farther than it's been ruined yeah i i another thing is like yeah this this and also i'm looking at it i'm like oh this is they're doing thor and loki with patrick wilson and i'm like this is just like they really can just like take like character dynamic and like setting like from like any superhero movie and just like you spin a wheel and like whatever they land on it's like thor ragnarok plus and quantumania (laughs) equals aquaman like I hate it. Uh, I don't want to watch it. I'm mad that it's coming out. I'm mad that this is like what the Aquaman movie. We, like it took forever for Aquaman to get a movie, yeah. and like this oh, is the, like the, the... the stinger that they had on Black Manta coming back. That we, now we're like we waited for so long to see the res- yeah, resolve which, for. Well, apparently that that trench movie was supposed to just be a Black Manta movie. Like that was going to be the wait trench what the trench the, the, after aquaman came out and it was like it's surprising success um they greenlit a movie about the trench which were like those like nighttime like lantern fish looking kind yeah. of were they, uh, oh so, th- so this wasn't a real movie that got made this no, was no, no. original idea yeah like, and oh, then okay. they they scrapped it um because every movie they were making was bad yeah it's like also it's like aquaman is already a spin off from another series you're going to make spin off characters like the spit off of the fish from Aquaman like what are you, what's the movie here yeah I mean, well I mean the movie Jimmy wasn't Olsen actually movie next the, the the reveal was supposed to be that it's, it's not actually like they, they were calling it the trench internally and it got leaked so oh, they is confirmed it kind of like it. the like that oh what was it that movie that with Jake Hall space or whatever where it's like oh is this secretly venom like Jesus no <laughs> it was not supposed to be like that never mind this is not worth talking about let's let's move on yeah. to mike's indie set yeah i mean corner. there's nothing really here i just wanted to say that for the criterion uh announcements that uh they announced guillermo del toro's pinocchio as sick getting... love I, it yeah no like i i've said for a while like there's a lot they had a lot of good stuff lately like announced but a lot of it is either like you know like you know updates of like older movies onto 4k or like you know things that are very niche that is like oh it's i don't know if this is like really for me like i know for you it's like that that box set that freaks box set it's like that's for you oh yeah targets was for jack and i'm like i feel like this one feels like it is for me like i'm like (laughs) yeah they got i don't know if i'm gonna get it immediately because i mean like i have watched it a couple times in the past like sure you're not like and it's like and it's also it's still on netflix so i'm like i don't i don't feel the urge to like buy a netflix criterion like so soon yeah right now i get that though it would give me the incentive to just cancel the the subscription uh <laughs> you, you you could just I just cancel this i i canceled mine and i gotta say i re- i i like regret it more than i thought i would mm-hmm. i i do i did use it more than i realized but i've also just uh, i've adapted like now i'm fine like i i Netflix just is like one of my least used streaming apps right now i yeah. think my my most mine surprisingly too? is hulu mine too yeah because they have hulu the searchlight movies and they all like all all the new indie movies that i would want to see they also have like like they have Family Guy and The Bear and like shows that I I actually watch. I've been watching One Piece on there. <laughs> Let that sit yeah. in the air for a bit. Uh, but we watched a bunch of movies the last month. Yeah, we figured like yeah we could use most of this episode like let's just recap and talk about the movies that we watched and then that could just be we could just have that be the episode. That's gonna be the episode. Maybe that should just be the show from now on. Is just because we really those are the trailers and the movies that we watched are like the main parts that we it's probably what we should stick to if if any of us has like a thing we want to talk about like sure like a like a news item that someone wants to complain we can come in we we can each come in with a gripe yeah that sounds great i think that would be a real that would be a a, we'll we'll keep that in the yeah Yeah, let's let's do do that that. um so uh a movie that i saw (laughs) it's so long ago at this point i could have i saw it like before i did that we did the last month's episode and I didn't say it cause I was like, Oh, 
I would want Ant to talk about this movie, mm. so I'll wait till next month. But next month came, we still can do the episode with him. So I'm like, fuck it, I guess I'll just talk about Strays by myself. <laughs> but I'll get I'll poor just... Anthony watched that movie for nothing. Now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we saw it basically because we, it was just like, what if a dog said fuck? Like we're like, it was we we knew that it was gonna be the dumbest movie ever. But we were like, you know what? I I want like a really stupid comedy right now. I just want like. A dumb people movie. And boy, did Will yeah. Ferrell have the movie for you. Yeah, this movie is filled with so much poop. Like, <laughs> not, e- not like in quality and also in, like, units of measurement. There is a lot of poop in the movie. Like, there's so many scenes where the punchline is the dog pisses or shits or vomits. Like, it is... It is a disgusting, vile film. There's, like, a scene where, like, dogs are pissing on each other for, like, an uninterrupted minute. Like, a stream. Like, it's so fucking... I I know you just explained it. Like, you went through the whole thing. I can't, for the life of me, though, comprehend why you would see it. Like, like it it still doesn't make sense to me. Because it's a stupid dog movie. I want to go to the theater all loopy and just, like... All loopy. What could he be referring to? Yeah. (laughs) but i mean there's there's some parts that was like oh there's like some some cute dog humor or something like that every now and then but it is like yeah this is just like a completely like this is bottom of the barrel i would rather watch a dog's purpose (laughs) but just the dog drowning yeah you watch sad dogs dying i would rather watch realistic looking dogs shitting and pissing than watching sad dogs dying Sad dogs dying isn't so insultingly fucking dumb. Alright, well, uh, (laughs) I'm done with talking about that movie um was I, it worth it was I, it worth honestly it? i kind i think i like enjoyed it more than some of the summer blockbusters i saw <laughs> this year like yeah this is definitely better than fucking like renfield and, and the yeah. shazam like renfield <laughs> renfield was rough. this is better oh like oh yeah this is way better than indiana jones like <laughs> oh dude did i tell you i try to watch indiana jones oh boy you, means, you, this is where you could talk about it now. sure like me and sarah just like put it on like we were like oh like i have it like let's let's check it out we lasted 30 minutes like yeah, and uh, then we turned it off because we were like so this you, is you so... didn't get past the cold open because the cold open is like 30 minutes maybe like, so, maybe not i i still on the train no 25 minutes into the movie no, like. no, no 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 got past the train got past all of that i i maybe it was like 40 minutes it was so depressing seeing this geriatric old man running around and huffing and puffing. I can't fucking believe that then this old man starts time travel. Like, like when I when I like I took a second to like really like evaluate like what's the next hour and a half because it's fucking long. Yeah. It's it's like like two two and a half hours. So like, what is the next like two hours of my life going to be like? And it's gonna be this fucking. Crypt keeper, motherfucker, like the yeah. old bag of bones, j- t- traveling Running through f- ancient, ro- like get the fuck out of. No, no, I'm not doing yeah. that. This you- isn't a fucking magic school bus episode. I'm not into it. You, you, you made the right decision. Uh, cause yeah, we we had to dance around it when we first, when I, me and Aunt first talked about it when we were doing the market research the month that came out. But it was so new that we're like, oh, I don't know if we could like spoil it yet. But it's been so long, and you yeah. already know about the twist. And I'm like. Yeah, the fact that, like, the ending of the movie, it's, like, people, when the Crystal Skull came out, were, like, freaking out because there was, like, a second where they showed an alien. And I'm like, but this movie is, like, if Indiana Jones then, like, got on the alien spaceship, went to the alien home world, and, and then started and then, fucking Yeah, and then, like, talked to their gleep-glop <laughs> alien race, and then helped them fight their, like, alien battles, and then that's the last, the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Like, Indiana Jones 4, it was like, that's, like, subtle in comparison. There's, like, oh, a split-second shot, there's an alien or a spaceship, and that's the end of the movie. That, that was what everyone freaked out about. And, but this is, like, it's so... So full on, just like we're doing this straight up, and it's so stupid. It's yeah. I I just I didn't want to confront it. I yeah. I, to, I I didn't want to be a party to it. I I just and, and Sarah was like, I'm so bored. Like yeah. Sarah Sarah was <laughs> bored out of her skull watching this, which is so fair because it's fucking boring. Yeah, it's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's up. Yeah. All right. Now let's move on to some uh, some, some enjoyable movies yeah. that we uh, saw this month. You and me, we saw Bottoms. Sure did. Bottoms up. <laughs> I've seen it twice now. I would love to see it twice. I it's, it's um it's on my plex. Um yeah. it's very 
good. I didn't like it so much the first time, but then I watched it again, and I, I think I just, like, had, like, my expectations in check, and I really dug it. I, I enjoyed it a lot more. It's a very good movie. I thought it was uh, enjoyable and hilarious from the start. Like, the movie, like, the, the, the way that they just set up, like, this world where it's just like, yeah, any, everyone just says the most out-of-pocket ridiculous yeah. thing, and it's so extreme, and everyone just treats it like, uh, like nothing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is creating, like, some great, like, ridiculous like lines it's kind of like like a mean girls or levels of just like you know just absolute bitchiness (laughs) on display but like you know class like classily done like (laughs) yeah it's super classy i i don't know it's it's definitely like a festival movie like you definitely do get that get that sense from what it's crazy to see like how it's been kind of like promoted like more i feel like in the like mainstream. as a as like a, a a teen girl high school yeah movie. yeah and it's and it's something that's that's so tongue-in-cheek and 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 so meta and self-aware mm-hmm. um it, it just it, and it feels just like a yeah like like a tribeca sundance movie a fantastic i think it is a fantastic fest movie if i'm not mistaken yeah because also like it takes place in like this heightened reality world where it's like yeah they just like you know they don't act like real people so it's like you can't you can't sell this to a a real mainstream audience they'll be like this is weird this is silly (laughs) i i would uh i i would even watch it again I, I I think I it's like a the, super fun like breezy comedy. I want to show this to my brother because he likes movies like this. Like he loves like you know the Ten Things I Hate About You, the Edge of Seventeen. I love ten Things I Hate About the, You, the Edge of Seventeen. And I'm like, there's a line in the Edge of Seventeen that he loves to this day. And when we saw it, we watched it. It was like a part like she's getting bullied by this girl, and then like the girl like pushes Haley Steinfeld, and she's like, everyone hates you, and you're gonna get AIDS. And I'm like, <laughs> and he loved that line so much, and he quotes it all the time. And I'm like, that. That is like kind of the energy that is brought to the dialogue of this sure, movie. Sure, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all way over the top. Um, and like, like I'm gonna finally kill my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> is a great bit. And the fact that, like, no one, like, then the, the movie doesn't screech to a halt and, like, become about that chick and her, no. her horrible stepdad. Like, they just keep it moving. It's, it's yeah, great. Yeah, but, but the, the reveal of that is, like, hilarious. It's, like, it's not like, oh, he's abusing her. It's yeah. just, like, he's, like, a dork who, like, wants to, like, spend time with her. And she, that's why she's, like, I have I want to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> like, that's the reveal. That's the, sorry to reveal the joke, but, like, that's, that's the, the payoff. Or, like... We complain about, like, you know, there's these some comedies, like, we talk about with Joyride or something, where it's, like, they have that part where it's, like, the third act comes and everybody hates each other and then there's a breakup and then it's sad and then they have to get back together. And it's, like, yeah, th- this movie does that, but it while it does it, it, like, completely makes fun of the cliche of doing it. Yeah. So it's, like, it, it does, like, make it at least a little more bearable. When it starts to get there, I'm, like, all right, this movie... I don't think has earned the right to have like the sad third act of a comedy where everybody breaks up. But like while they were doing it, they were still having like funny jokes, like with like the, the, the song that choice that they used in the sad montage. Like that was that, that made it yeah. like a little, little funnier. Dude, Sarah was so stoked when that happened. Oh, of course. I... <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought it was a really, really fun, hilarious movie. It's, like, the total opposite of Shiva Baby. Like, Shiva Baby is, like, this, like, darkly realistic, like, uncomfortable... This is such, like, this cartoonishly hyper-reality, like, none of these are real people. Like, it's complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's also definitely, like, like, Shiva Baby is so tight. Like, it is is such, like, a clean... Like, it's, like, a 70-minute movie. Like, it's... It's really, really lean, really tight. Like not a minute or shot is wasted. This one is like they're they're decking around, like they're having fun, and it's and it's better for it. Like it's not better than Shiva Baby. I think Shiva Baby. No, but like for this movie, movie, it's better that it is that. It it works for yeah. I don't uh, think that. I don't don't know if that. I mean, I think you could make a. a, I'm sure there are high school movies that have like that level of anxiety, like Eighth Grade or like Welcome to the Dollhouse, where it's like you could have that style and like apply it to a high school movie and take it like you know really uncomfortable and really real and down and like you know that type of like anxiety. I will say the one criticism I do have about this movie that that has remained through both of my watches, I I don't like the way they they shoot the the fight scenes. I, it just looks like bad stage fight. Like I feel like I'm watching someone's like stage combat class. Hi. Watching it, it's just it's like. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to call you out. Right. <laughs> oh, but like it just like it looks like it doesn't. I don't know something about like 
you want it to look like they're punching each other and like like they're bleeding and like it like it it's hurts. A, it's got a very theater kid energy to it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the way that the fight scenes are shot. But God, the 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 payoff for all of that violence is so. Yeah, crazy. like I mean, yeah. it is a, a very bloody, gory looking movie. Yeah, like some of the violence is pretty nasty, and like the way that like characters get hit and like how much they bleed. Like, there's a lot of blood. There's certainly a lot of blood. Yeah. All right. Uh, this movie not not much blood or or anything. I think there's no payoff. There's no segue into this. Uh, so past <laughs> past lives. We both saw past lives. I saw it in a theater actually. Um, I saw I, it on my couch. I saw it in at an indie theater for sixteen dollars on a weekday. That's awful. And, and, yeah, I, I I didn't realize that until I was there, and then they put me in like the closet. Like a closet theater, like a, like. Oh, is this at the the Pelham Bay? Yeah, okay, yeah. It's like there's one like major screen, and then there's like a little closet room. That's next just to like it. that's some just... guy's living room. Like it's like a pull down projector yeah. from the from the it, ceiling. No, it, it really is. Yeah. Like it's. Uh, and once I sat in there, I'm like, oh, this was so disappointing that this is how I'm watching The it. IFC Center in Manhattan also has, like, some theaters that are like that, too, where yeah. you get in there and you're like, this is this is barely a movie theater. It, like, it, this it is reminds me of, like, when we, used to go, the when we used to go to, like, press screenings and then we would, like, go to some high-rise and then, like, in the back of the office it would just be, like, a screening room that had, like, three rows. It, like, genuinely, like, I feel like people, if I ever, like, when I describe those experiences, like, they think I'm making it up. Because, like, why wouldn't they just use a movie theater? Like, there's a movie theater all over the place but like no there's just these like closed to the public uh full-blown theaters like just hidden in new hidden in new york like <laughs> like in some some guy's boring office building yeah yeah like right next to it like someone's like trying to blow their brains out in a conference call like it's 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 weird being a critic's weird don't do it um but yeah so uh so past lives um (laughs) this is a movie like i was very excited for like the sundance hype and i was like oh this like you know sweeping romance of like two two people who like you know were drifted apart and now they're back together as adults like how much have they changed and and how they're gonna grow together and how they can't leave the person that they're with like they but like what could have been if we could have been together and i was like oh i'm so for that and then i saw the movie i was like yeah it basically it said all of those things that i thought that it would and i was like i felt very moved by i think that it is a little bit overhyped like i think maybe it like that kind of made made me feel like oh this the movie would have been more emotional or would have hit me harder or something like that and i'm like it certainly like i felt i certainly felt like really really like on a on a good note walking out of the theater felt very like hopeful and joyous but i, I don't know as i've gone and you know as you think about more of the movie I, I, it hasn't really like stuck with me that much like i don't know if what the movie like you know its ultimate message about like all oh, these these people who like you know they they missed each other and they could have been together like i don't know i felt like i've it said in the mood for love lost in translation like these types of movies i'm like yeah. i feel like those movies have been very special to me in my life and like you know i was hoping that it could like reach that level and i just it it it's still great it's just like it it doesn't do that so i'm like oh it's not as special to me for some reason yeah you actually you summed it up great i don't have much more to add to that it's a movie that i i really enjoyed it's very good probably won't think about it very much uh moving forward and i ultimately felt like i had seen a version of this movie before um and and i just you know it's it's a very very good film i i i did i got choked up at points it just like doesn't stick with you the way you know something that is maybe a little bit more singular yeah i think it's like there came a point where like like at least like maybe in the mid 2000s like a rejection of like you know the hollywood romance story where it's like oh like eternal sunshine the spotless mind 500 days of summer it's like oh what if like relationships were realistic like what if you couldn't be together but like you're still good people sure. and you can learn from it what if it doesn't and, work out yeah. yeah and then i like i feel like now every romance movie thinks that like in order to be considered good or like not vapid it has to like do that sure and i'm like you know they could like there could be a romance where like you know they could just you know that they, they yeah. could deal with it like um a movie i'm bringing up right now rye lane uh this is a searchlight movie it's on hulu it's uh, a movie where you just stepped away from the mic just to let me. <laughs> I did. I pushed it away. I was like, "Yeah, I got." Go this. on. <laughs> hey, uh, it's a Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's a Searchlight movie. It's about like you know, 
um, two like you know twenty somethings and they live in the UK and they're black and they just they they have a relationship and it's about like their uh like you know their experiences and like they've had like you know breakups that they're getting over but they're like you know they come together and they help each other deal with it but and it's like it doesn't have to do a thing where it's like oh in order to be a mature realistic depiction of a relationship that means that oh it has to like you know we have to end and like oh we can't be together because of X Y or Z it's like no they could just be together and then like you know sort out their problems that way it's like it doesn't have to like always be like oh this oh what could have been sure like something and it's like there is a point where it does also kind of fall into the third act comedy thing where it's like oh is there a thing like we we think it's not going to work out they go their separate ways but then of course they get back together again um and i'm like i i thought it was a very interestingly shot movie because the movie is like very pastel cor- like colors the colors pop it look it has like a very like theatrical like setting and vibe to it in the way that like the characters act and like the props and like the the scenery sure. looks so uh, it it certainly like that kind of gave me like that kind of mike movie feel of like oh like a realistic relationship drama that is like you know kind of funny kind of sad about like two people like you know discovering themselves and and i also think that it's cool that this is a primarily uh like a black cast because like it seems like these types of movies get stigmatized as like oh these are like sad white people indie dramas sure. and i'm like black people can experience those types of stories and experiences too it, they don't have to be pigeonholed into like they have to create like this one type of story in order to like be considered like accurately representing the black experience it's like people have like you know they also have you know relationships and drama that they have to sort out through it's not like some like trivials like first world white people thing yeah. exclusively that's I. That sounds great. I don't know if I would. If I will probably like seek it out. I mean, it's a short and, and movie. It's it. like eighty minutes. Oh, I mean, you know what? Then I'm in. <laughs> like, take a look like at the trailer. Nice if you like the way that it looks, like the vibe of it, like yeah, certainly give yeah. it a shot. I've been liking those Hulu movies, so I yeah. mean, yeah, fucking keep them coming. The next like four movies is, or next three movies are all yeah. Hulu movies. Next Hulu movie we got here is a movie that I, as soon as I saw it, I had to tell you, I was like, dude, you gotta see Sanctuary. Because this movie, it's a, it stars Christopher Abbott and Margaret Qualley, who I think at this point, we have to, like, consider, like, if Christopher Abbott's in a movie, like, that's an instant mark of quality. Because he's had, like, such a good track record with, dude like, gets movie, it. Yeah. with movies we've had to do on the show. Like, he was in Piercing. He was also, I remember he was also, he was also the lead in Possessor, which I know yeah. that we, we didn't like, care for, but everyone else loved it. No, yeah, but it's like those types of like, you know, indie, like mind bendy thriller, like yeah. horror adjacent type of things. Like those always seem like things that are like completely up our alley and like that's like his wheelhouse. And then Margaret Qualley, who like gives like just an absolute banger dynamite performance. Yeah. She is like it's sleek so killer. funny because like you were you were like raving about this movie to me and i was like i don't know why mike likes this movie so much and then like margaret margaret qualley starts like d- doing doing stuff Anything. yeah <laughs> and, and i was like oh this is why well it's this not even is, just that but no, I, also, I, know, I know i also just thought like because it reminded me of piercing like i was like this is such like this cool it, sleek like thriller this cat and mouse game these this well it's not even really like it's there's no people there's in a room. no yeah there's no back and forth it's like literally she is like dangling over him at every second and he has just like no shot there's there's a little bit of back and forth but yeah not not the way piercing yeah but piercing like you know like she's sure. just completely like toying with playing with this guy the whole time and like all like the like fucked up like sexual kinky shit that they're doing involved in the movie is fucking sexy <laughs> 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 like not even just like all oh, the sexual content but also just like the way it looks it's like it's so sleek and like looks so just like cool it's it's a really i thought it was a really good like good like sexual thriller and it was like really fun um yeah. and like you know twisty and mind bendy and you're thinking like it plays out go? like a it plays out like a play like it it, it it kind of feels like like a like a one act play that's just very much like it gets right to the point but it, it all it unfolds in this guy's apartment like it's it's like it's one location it's it's two people and like 
really going at each other at a certain point like and i don't mean that like physically like their fight like that's not it like just like the vicious mean things they're capable of saying to and about each other like it's it's crazy the mental mind games that they're playing with each other yeah no it's i think yeah i thought this movie rocked uh and it's certainly like one of the most like hidden surprises that i it's one of the best movies i've seen this year yeah Yeah. uh it's gonna be in my top 10 i'm sure oh yeah oh no same and i and i'm I'm glad like this was a good discovery because i feel like since we don't really like go to festivals or screenings yeah. anymore, like we miss movies like this. So this I'm is like, a neon, it's... wasn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Also, neon an instant mark of quality. A lot. Yeah, of the time. totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll give any neon thing a chance. Yeah. Uh, next movie up is another another Hulu movie. You said. Yeah, uh, yeah, another Hulu movie, Theater Camp. Um, have you seen this? I I have not seen this. I probably should have before, like you know, doing this because I told you all, like, oh, you have to watch Sanctuary before the episode so we could talk about it. <laughs> I feel like this is a thing. At least me being who I am, I should have seen this. You would love this, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that our 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 hesitation with this movie was like I it looked like it would be theater nerd cringe, and I was like I didn't I was like oh I don't want to watch that, but <laughs> it it definitely like has that element to it for sure. But it's also like it's it's fucking really funny yeah. like like but, i was and i also was cracking an, up the another whole time. instant mark of quality aoetta beery's in the movie so and that she's is... amazing like like her whole bit is so fun I, I won't i don't want to like spoil anything you haven't seen the movie yet i'll just say it's it's so much more earnest and so much funnier than i expected to be jimmy tatro from american vandal is like the main guy and he just plays like a perfect like well-meaning douchebag uh, it that show was really really something. That was that fucking incredible. That show, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and he's playing like kind of a similar character here, like just like kind of it's like. It's cool a, to see like people making that like transition. Like, yeah, it's kind of like Dane DeHaan, where it's like, oh, a found footage actor who was an unknown at the time, like now gets is like getting roles in Oppenheimer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he it's. It's 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 super fun. Jimmy Tatro was also in the machine though, so it's a it's yeah. a complicated year for Jimmy. How's Tatro. Ben Platt in the movie? Because I know he's everybody's I, favorite punching bag. I right? gotta say, I really liked him in it. Like I and I don't like Ben Platt like historically, but I I think I thought he was great. Um, his uh his co star I I can't remember her name, but she was also I think in Shiva Baby. Molly um, Molly Gordon. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was the. Uh, she was the uh, the the ex girlfriend Shiva baby. Yeah, she's phenomenal as well. the the whole The whole cast of kids is very. It's like Wet Hot American Summer, like, but as a mockumentary and about specifically just Bradley Cooper and Amy Poehler's characters of theater nerds. It's 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 a really it's a good one. It's a good time. I I really recommend it. And you should. Now that's you of all people should really I, watch it. I yeah I know I it's one that like I. I think I might have just like been too embarrassed to admit that I would want to see it, but I'm yeah. like, you know what? I gotta be who I am. Like that's <laughs> what I. That's what I gotta I'm be me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's totally also that we finished off. We each sure. watched two sci-fi movies to finish the month off. Hopefully, it was Oof. this. Hopefully, this one was a little better than the one that I ended up watching. A little, probably. Right. Yeah. Um. No one will save you. Uh, another Hulu movie. Um. Which is starring Caitlin Deaver yep. from, uh, also from Booksmart. De- also Dear Evan Hansen, as we sure. call them. <laughs> um, it is a, like, home invasion alien movie. Um, pretty small cast, pretty low budget. Some alien effects that I wasn't crazy about mm-hmm. uh, looking at for, like, a lot of the movie. Like, you, you see the aliens, like, a lot, and, like, the more you look at them, you're like, yeah, I don't know about, about this design. Um, there There is... A lot of tension there, but it, it the whole cat and mouse thing starts so early on. It, it kind of gets old as, as as it goes on. Um, I heard there's, like, almost no dialogue in the movie. There's not much, yeah, um, which is cool and interesting. I, I will say I loved, loved the ending of this movie. <laughs> I think it has a really cool ending. Um, so that, I, I, that brought it around for me back in the end. It's, it's, a, it's a good, fun movie. It's a PG-13 horror movie, so, like... You know, understand what you're getting yourself into, but um, we're yeah. getting a lot of those in the next month. We'll, we'll be we'll be reporting on a lot of those we'll at the end of the socks. next month. Socks, <laughs> socks. <laughs> FNAF the movie. Oh God, I can't wait. Yeah. All right, this is gonna be a good October. We're gonna. <laughs> What's right. the poopy you watched? Um, I don't think this was like poopy. No, okay. I didn't hate it. Okay, right. so so I saw the creator, and. 
leading up to it for months, I would see trailers for it, and, like, it, I wouldn't really think anything of it. I was just like, oh, whatever. It looks kind of like Neil Blom Camp Light, which also made me, like, a little little miffed because, like, Neil Blomkamp d- directed the Gran Turismo movie this year where I'm like, oh, so he's still working. So he didn't just disappear. And I remember I, I was seeing some movie, and I saw the trailer for Gran Turismo, and I saw Neil Blomkamp direct, and I'm like, why is he directing this movie? And then I see the trailer for The Creator, where I'm like, this looks more like the movie that Neil Blomkamp would direct, like this kind sure. of gritty sci-fi, got, like, robots and, like, some allegory. I'm like, I, that looked like it should have been a Neil Blomkamp movie. And, I mean, I don't know if I really trust him with those types of movies anymore. He got, like, the... The, the fastest, like, mulligan... He got, like, you know, the, the fastest, like, blank check for anything after District 9. And then, like, the rest... Like, I, I can't remember the last, like, director that I I bought into so fucking hard. <laughs> Since Neil Blomkamp. I was so all in. District 9 was, like, one of those, like, like you know, awakening movies when I was younger. Where I was like, oh my god, it's, like, a found footage movie that then they make it a block... It's, like, I was, like, so into, like, that idea and, yeah. like, the world and, like, the ideas it was playing with. And for some reason, I woke up... The day that the creator came out, I wasn't doing anything. I just woke up, and for some reason, I hadn't thought about the movie or cared at all, but I just woke up, and I was like, you know what? I'm just really... I, I really want to see the creator now. And but I was thinking of going to see it, but then there was such horrible rain that I couldn't leave my house. So I just decided, you know what? I'm stuck inside. I think I just... That urge, like, I want to see the creator. I was like, I think I just wanted to watch District 9 again. So I did. And that, that, real, that did give me that, like, you know, that, that boost of, like, oh, the, the gritty sci-fi, like, you know, Blomkamp movie that I was in the mood for, and it also held up, which I was afraid that it wouldn't, uh, but, and, and, cause I, I mean, the, the allegory of, like, what if black people were these aliens, like, I, that's a little bit, like, it, it's not, it doesn't really hold up all that well, yeah. but, like, I think that, like, you know, creatively, like, the designs and, like, the, the, the action scenes and the, all, and, like, the, the, the documentary, portion of the movie mm-hmm. and i'm like that's so interesting it's such a cool angle and it's such like a the a, creator's not a documentary no, no no this is just a straight up like it's a sci-fi movie but it's like it's i, I this movie it's like every sci-fi movie that you've ever seen like conceptually and like design wise it's like everything just kind of feels like a like a de- derived version of something else where i'm like oh this is like like this story of like all oh, these like AI like robots who like you know be like there's a war and I'm like all right there's like a Terminator like it's the Matrix and then there's like oh there's this like uh this big thing in the sky that like you know I'm like that's the Halo from Halo like that big thing and I'm like oh like these human robot hybrids I'm like Deus Ex Ex Machina like they even look like the Ex Machina robots with like you know the missing ear that's like a metal plate or something like that like nothing like creatively design like the robots look like district nine robots like there's nothing about the movie that like has any sort of distinct visual look and i was saying like like, the entire internet like lambasted avatar for for years because i'm like oh it's just so it's just pocahontas with blue people and i'm like this movie is just avatar but with robots i'm like this it's it's uh, the story is a ripoff of the the thing that we derided for being a ripoff like it's like the uh, a, a guy from like an oppressor joins like some sci-fi allegory for like an oppressed race and then like learns their ways and their culture and then like fights back against the uh, like the military or the and and uh the the Stephen Lang like military villain character is is played by Alice and Janney <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really good on this. I yeah. I I didn't even care for Rogue One, and, no, and I, mean, I wasn't like you know no, yeah. dying to see. Yeah, honestly, movie from I think that guy. The, yeah, Gareth Edwards just like his visual style. Like, one, I think the movie, the visual effects, like the the like the textures of the robots and all the stuff in the world, like it all looks like really good. Like all mm. like Neil Blomkamp, like like worthy. Like the the way that like those effects and and on such a short bu- short budget that it was, like it was like under a hundred million dollars to make like these robots and like the the world and stuff. And I'm like, that's impressive. And it all looks like, you know, tactical and realistic, but like, I don't know. It just kind of does look a little bland, like the, the color palette, like the visual aesthetic. And I also got to say like John David Washington as a lead actor, at least in like these sci-fi action movies like this and Tenet, he's just kind of 
very wooden and bland. Like, yeah. he was great in Black Klansman. That was, like, a character. Like, I think he needs to, like, book some sort of, like, character actory type of stuff. I, don't I mean, think... it sounds like he just needs to be put in good movies. The yeah. creator and Tenet are, from what I can tell, both not very good yeah. movies. And they also just, like, I guess just he doesn't really carry himself as, like, a charismatic action hero. Yeah. Which is... And, and I was also just, like, watching this, and I'm like, it's also, like, the story of, like, oh, a... a a guy who like there's a kid that he has to protect and then there's like what if ai was an oppressed minority which i'm like we gotta stop doing that we gotta stop like what if blank sci-fi concept was a real minority Every that does exist in the world is working on a script about ai Every every fucking insufferable motherfucker uh, in Hollywood with a fucking final draft uh, installed on onto their computer has started writing a stupid, worthless AI script, I am sure. I hate it. I hate talking about AI. I hate thinking about AI. I hate that this is, like, a thing that I have to concern myself with. And I hate that it's also just infecting media at every level, at every conceivable level. Yeah, ah. I, no, I, I, I certainly feel you. This really did feel like a very paint-by-numbers sci-fi concept. I was disappointed just because I was like, oh, I wanted kind of like a cool original sci-fi movie. And like from the design perspective, like I would have wanted to – like like Avatar, yes, is a very derivative story. But like the world and the designs and like the way that the action is filmed, all of that is very like original and creative and unique. Mm. Whereas this, the movie just doesn't. It's, there's nothing really exciting about it. Like it, the action scenes don't aren't like that exciting. The like the the designs of the creatures, like the robots, like like from a visual perspective, a, a visual effects perspective, like the the design, like the textures, it all looks real and tactical. It just like it looks like every robot from every movie that's sure. ever been made. Yeah, it, it, I remember watching the trailer for the first time and thinking, like, this looks like like a proof of concept kind of like it doesn't it didn't look like a real movie. Um, I, yeah, this, this, but also I'm not the audience for this at all, so I'm, I, I shouldn't even yeah, really speak on it. I mean, I don't know if I was either. I think I was just like kind of in the mood for like that type of like a Neil Blomkamp sci-fi sure. action movie, but it just like wasn't that. Like, there's a part of me I'm like, I wish I would like more of those movies if they were good. Like, that seems like a thing that I'd be interested in. I will say, like, the creator to me looked more Star Wars than District 9 to mm -hmm. me. Like, it, it, and I don't even like the good Star Wars movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this does have kind of like that, yeah. Even like the end, like the climax of the movie, I'm like, oh, this is just like Rogue One. They're like flying, there's like a big spaceship in the sky that they have to like shoot down or something. I'm like, it's... It's yeah. It, it was just like at every turn, I was like, "This is very predictable and derivative." And I and like it, like the action and the world building still wasn't even enough to like pull me in to so that way I could be distracted by how bland and generic the story is and the characters and all that. Like yeah, like District Nine and Avatar are also like those types of movies. Like you know, a guy like be ends up becoming one of these alien creature things and then has to help them fight it's a yeah it's like the, but those movies had like a different interesting angle on it like this just kind of doesn't yeah yeah it, <laughs> it seems it like, like yeah, a snooze <laughs> it seems like that's all about all that you really wanted to you know go on for this movie with which yeah no i i, I just i haven't seen yeah, it see, and i have, have not been have, following it yeah. and i don't care about it, so i have and i think I, yeah and I, i'm i'm done i got my my deal <laughs> out on it um anyway uh, thanks for listening. Uh, join Wait, me or them. Well, 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 thank you for joining <laughs> me for the show. And also thank you for listening. Um, we're going to have the, ne the next, uh, cinema marketing to talk about all of the spooky horror movies that we watch in October. That'll be the market research October. Yeah. Edition. And I want to go hard in October. Like I really want to, yeah. I really want to put my eyes to the fucking LCD screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I want to have an overdose of horror. Like I did yeah. in the, like the first year that we did December. And I want to, I want to be disgusted by, yeah. by November 1st. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, thanks. We'll see you. Bye.